Ronnie Johnson was kind of notorious for getting into trouble in the show. He wasn't the kind of guy who was ever unhappy or really upset for very long about anything. He let things roll off him, and he took it easy. And in fact, you might even say he didn't take the whole thing very seriously. And most remember him just standing around just minutes before each performance, half in costume, not really ready for the performance, standing backstage half half in clown costume, smoking a cigarette, and then kind of casually getting his act together and then like going out on stage a few seconds late. One of our fellow clowns, David Nielsen, got promoted into being a performance director. And he already knew Ronnie's shenanigans, and he knew that Ronnie would be a thorn in his side. And I think it was sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy in the way that he was always paying attention to Ronnie too much, and it was making Ronnie later and later for the show. There had to be reprimands, fines, and talkings too a lot in that relationship because David Nielsen, as a former clown, knew all of Ronnie's shenanigans. And it turned into something of a feud. The two of them really disliked each other over the months of that tour. And Ronnie would try to push the envelope and get to just be almost late on something. And David Nielsen would be watching him like a hawk with a clock. And if Ronnie slipped up, you know, he'd get fined. In those days, the stilts were simply just, I mean, they were essentially just a pole, just a pole strapped to your leg, more or less. I mean, that was it. There was no, um, there weren't like the mechanical stilts of today that have an ankle to them that you can stand still on and that sort of do the balancing for you. They, you had a, it was a, it was an art, it was a skill. Circus art. If you fall from 10 feet still, see that puts your head at about, you know, a good 15 feet in the air and then accelerating downward to the cement floor. Anything could happen. The best thing would be just not to ever fall. And if you did, maybe to sort of twist and roll in some way that it wasn't just a direct hard slam of your head into the floor or maybe to try to catch the high wire or some rigging or something on the way down with your hands to try to slow yourself down or stop yourself before you hit the ground. I mean, it was a pretty hazardous job in the sense that you could slip in some horse shit or, um, you know, a horse could freak out and run into your legs, your stilts, or what have you. And whoever walks the tallest ones has to be, you know, rock steady, very confident, and consistent in our show for some reason it was Ronnie Johnson on the tens we got through most of the year uneventfully but there was a performance I believe in Chicago and there were visitors from other circuses there watching the show which kind of raised everybody's tension a little bit and people were excited and it was towards the end of the season which certainly distracts people sometimes and I don't know exactly what went wrong, but Randy fell. I was backstage, so I didn't see it, but I could hear the crowd kind of go, <sighs> I heard this massive 20,000 person inhale at the same time. 
was unusual. I knew I was just sitting there at my trunk reading a book, and I was like, ooh, something very wrong happened. She could hear it. And then a few minutes later, Randy entered the dressing room from one door, kind of sweating and panting, but he was standing and he was fine. And then from the opposite side of the dressing room entered David Nielsen, our performance director, who was also kind of sweating, but he was okay. And then the two very quickly just uh, approached each other and met in the middle of the room and embraced in a very, very sincere, deep hug. And what had happened is that Randy started this slow-motion fall while he was walking in the parade before intermission. And David Nielsen, all the way across the other side of the arena, saw it happening. Just happened to look up at that moment and saw the beginnings of this long, slow-motion fall. And he ran through the parade and jumped over the ring curbs and through the rigging and in between horses and things and made it just in time to catch Randy and save his life. You've been listening to the Frickin' Circus Podcast. Produced live on location here at the circus every week. 